Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, welcome to this special second half of this special episode, hopefully the more special half. Uh, but welcome to part two of this episode of Pillows and Beer. I am joined with Nick Norris. I am actually at my parents' home in Delaware, which is my happiest place. Um, Nick, where are you at? I'm at a friend's basement, so you didn't see earlier, but I was at a friend's pool house for internet because our internet is still out, and they threw me out nicely. Well, I don't even know if I should say it, but they were pretty much like, if you're here after eight, you may see some things that you can't unsee. Um, <laughs> so luckily, one of my friends here in uh, Charlottesville was like, yeah, come on over, because we had some big storms, and the lightning just took like half of the area's internet and spots. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. we flew we flew some through some crazy stuff the last few days. Um, I mean, I'm sure you guys talked about it earlier, but Austin is on family vacation. Our timing, we just haven't been able to figure out when he's out of the country. But so far, so good with everything else. I didn't think you guys would mind hearing us speak with Nick. Everyone loves Nick. Um, <laughs> Sometimes, most yeah, most people. And uh, you know, I have seen some comments where people are like, no matter how, um, in irregular or infrequent is it infrequent wait what's the opposite of frequent infrequent yeah no matter how infrequent the episodes were uh we like the jumbled mess that they would be but here's the thing like we got to grow we got to get better we can't just not sustainable to get drunk and talk for a couple hours i mean it's still going to be just as fun uh, but it's just the pattern of life is to, to find a more sustainable way to do it. And so these 30 minute episodes have been how we found it. Most of y'all are enjoying it and uh, I hope you stick around. Uh, oh, you may be get to say it, but the one thing that Austin and I teased, but I'll now have to edit, you can go ahead and say it about our website. I mean, you don't have to edit it if you don't want to. This is... <laughs> I, I have the exclusive right here. Uh, yeah. Our website is now live, uh, pillowsandbeer.com. You can find links to our episodes, our amazing merchandise section, ask us questions. Uh, or is, there's, a, there's an inquiry there. Yeah, or, and then whenever the damn tour dates get released, we'll have those for you all as well. You'll be able to buy your tickets directly from off the website. Yeah, so I actually drove down from New York today instead of taking the train like i usually do to wilmington from penn station uh i and then renting a car i just rented a car in the city uh i had my golf bags with me i kind of just love driving and i've been traveling on planes trains and automobiles so much lately uh that i wanted to be by myself but i get there and the traffic was terrible because that crane fell so like oh. Even though we saw the videos of it fall, like the cleanup is going to take like days. Did you see that? Oh yeah, no. I mean, I hit buildings like that's. It's going to be a lot of repairs, not just just the cleanup. Everything else that's going to go into it's going to shut down the road for some I mean, time. It was so yeah, I mean, it hit the apartment building next door, broke all the glass. I was like, that would have scared the shit. That probably <laughs> yeah, can you imagine you look out your window and there's just a, something just coming right through it? Yeah, and then there's just no glass on like the twentieth floor. I'd be like, ah. Oh. This is freaky. My second brain can't handle this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just so happy that no one got hurt. I mean, I was like, expected to read like 10 people were killed, but I guess it was loud enough 
that people yeah, were running. There were some injuries. I guess a couple of firefighters got hurt and then just some like debris, but nothing life threatening. Well, and I mean, that's why you can't walk around with headphones in. Like you, your situational awareness has to be. Well, that's why they have my headphones. They have noise canceling mode and they have be aware mode. So it pumps oh, in good. sound as well. Yeah. I, uh, I, I just dealt with that the other night, actually on a Delta flight. Um, and there was an unruly passenger and she was clearly mentally not stable uh, or on a lot of, I mean, hyper drugs, like, Oof. and I'm just glad I don't have kids because she said a curse word, like every, you know, 10 seconds, like it was crazy. And I, I actually was uncomfortable because I was like, I really don't want to have to like physically get involved because she kept like standing up and running. Fortunately, she was running back words and i was sitting one seat in front of her across the aisle and she was running back and she was like cussing a whole bunch of people out was this while you guys were on the ground or in the air i don't want to say everything because i love the airline so much but like it started when we were on the ground we probably should have never taken off um she stayed in her seat in the air for the most part but like you know when someone just continues to like she was just bitching about the same story over and yeah, over it's just and like I, enough she was like cussing, you know, everyone. And so I put my headphones on because I was actually getting like stressed out. Because um, like you, you know, when you're in the air, like that's an un, it's just not a feeling that anyone wants to deal with, you know, to feel uncomfortable or like unsafe. Um, and like, you don't want to have to like physically ever like restrain someone, you know? And um so she kept being talked to, she kept being told to be quiet, but she said she was disabled and she couldn't hear. And she's like, so no one can tell me to shut up, you know? <laughs> That's so, handy. <laughs> um, and at first she said she was disabled because she was a veteran. And so it actually gave me some deference, like taking off. Cause I was like, all right, I guess she's got like a hearing injury from like service. Maybe I should like, you know, just breathe a little bit, breathe. And then it changed to her aunt because she was like, this is how I get a discount on the airlines. And then she was like, my aunt is in the service, not me. And then I was like, all right, this, this lady. So anyway, I was putting on my headphones, my noise canceling headphones. And I was like, this is stupid, Craig. Like you're cutting off all your situational awareness, but I just had to do it. Um, but I called Delta after and like people went to the cops. Like it, it got real intense when we landed uh, fortunately I was able to slip off the plane before like she like grabbed her cane and was like swinging it at people. Um, and I'd never call, like I never call and complain. Like I complain to you guys. I complained yeah. a little bit on Instagram travels with Craig, but I was like, guys, you got to make this right. And they, uh, they, they refunded my flight. Not that it was about the money, but I was just like, it's the principle of it. I was so stressed. Like everyone was, you know, but anyway, um, yeah, that's rough. You've right. been having some not so good travel stories recently. Yeah. And it kind of shows like humanity a little bit, which I think it's like, it's just going down. Like I don't want them, them to win, you know, whoever it is, that's trying to tear everyone apart. It's starting to work a little bit and like, you know, not trading seats with a mom and her kids, you know, like young kids. Like, yeah. You're starting to see some stuff like that. You know, it's not, Oh, someone tried to, you know, someone asked me to switch my first class seat or someone asked me to switch a window to the aisle. It's, it's, uh, I mean, I know we've talked about this before, but no, yeah, um, no, yeah. It's getting, it's the assholery, the selfish assholery. It's like when I was, my things up, people, people on the beach, just the 
anybody who sets up in front of you when you're already there and it's a wide open beach is so absurd to me that people are just oblivious. Yeah, the, it's not my problem. It's becoming way too common. Um, but what did so? How is Austin doing? What did, what did you guys talk about? Austin and I were in a little bit of a tiff, but we'll be fine. Yeah, it happens. As anybody who watches the show knows, it's not why we're recording separately. It's we got in a tiff over why we're recording. Yeah. Why we're recording separately? Correct. <laughs> yeah, it's not the reason why it was. The why is the why. I yeah, guess. the why is the why. The why caused the argument. Yeah, we'll be back. Um, but he's good. He they had just gotten back from some really nice dinner in uh, Provence. Um, I guess his, his he, him and his sister were arguing with uh, yeah. his mom about. I guess her driving skills were a little rough, and that kind of gets into uh, what we were talking about, um, kind of beforehand, and before we hopped on, like he asked me some questions about family vacations and I'd love to get your take on it because between his DMS that he's been getting, and then I guess what his sister and him were talking about, I'm curious to see what you say to some of these things that people have both commented. And then he just had thought up, sure. um, but do you want to take a quick commercial break first and then we'll uh, dive into that. Okay. Yeah. Let's take a, a quick break and we'll be right back to answer Austin's question. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex. Summer is here. You want to bring the heat from outside into the bedroom, or maybe even keep outside. <laughs> oh, outside sex. What a fun thing. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Now listen up, ladies. Does it work? Or you don't think that you need it, maybe? I mean, it's so easy. You try for a month and see. You're gonna love it. I am just going to say I have used it and I know a handful of my friends have too, because sometimes it's not that I need it. It's that it's way more fun. Um, it's almost like a cheat code in bed. Facts. Thank me later. I bullshit you not. I bullshit you not. It is like a running joke where it's like the girl will never forget your name. If you use one of these. So, I mean, Hey, uh, a free month trial. So what do you got to lose? Bluetooth wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Bluetooth free when you use our promo code TALKTEXAS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code TALKTEXAS, like the state, to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. I'm Craig Conover, joined with by Nick Norris. Uh, this is part two of an episode where me and Austin are separated. And then we got <laughs> an argument about the separation, but that's not why we are separated today. He's in France and the time difference is a little. A little Monkey. crazy. Yeah. Um, but man, dude, there's just something about being 
if you're fortunate enough to like still have your parents around and still be at home and like I got even lucky that my mom was like, we'll never touch Craig's bedroom. So like I still have my bedroom, which has become even more special to me since college started because in high school, I didn't really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, but when I had a home to come to back to in college and you know, when you get in money trouble or whatever it may be, or you have to move home, uh, this, this was my safe place. So I am sitting on the floor in my childhood bedroom. That is always fun. Um, how long are you there for? Uh, I'm going to stay like, I think like five days because Paige has to go film. So instead of going back to New York, I think I'm just going to chill here. Oh, that's, um, that's fun. Yeah. So there's, it doesn't, doesn't have to be quick. Usually my visits are quick. So my mom doesn't get to relax that much, but we're going to use the Traeger and, uh, maybe golf a couple of holes from my granddad's coming down and um, like other cousins are here right now. So I'm learning all about um, Roblox. It's a video oh, yeah. game that my little cousins playing. I um, learned way too much about that with my little cousin. Yeah. I mean, these guys, like whoever's creating these games must be gazillionaires because she's watching a girl play on the big TV. She's like in our second living room. She's watching a girl play on the YouTube channel and then she's playing on her iPad right now. Oh man. Yeah. No, the video game industry right now, if you're in the right market, Oh my God, they're making, like you said, it's they're cajillionaires like Epic games with Fortnite made billions. But the family thing is, I'm glad you brought that up because that's the first question um, from Austin is, is there a point that you're too old to go on family vacations? No, you just, you get too old for your, your family stops taking you on vacation, but that doesn't mean that they should. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Because Katie and I guess some people were like DMing him saying, Oh, you're too old to be going on long family vacations. I'm like, that's absurd. Yeah. That's just, well, look, I talk about it a lot on here. Stuff like that comes from jealousy and envy. And it's a lot of people don't like to hear it, but that's just it. Like if you get to spend a week with your parents and Austin's parents are older than mine, like and go get to see Europe and share meals in Europe and you're you get to see your parents' faces light up and like his dad just had a health scare. Yeah. And now he gets to be in Europe with his dad and didn't know if he ever would. Like, okay, tell me what's wrong with that. I mean, well, it's it's sick that people do stuff like that. And and you know, it's not not everyone's as good as I will give myself credit. Like I, you know, growing up getting bullied, I really got to analyze things young and I, I, I was able to see that it was, you know, the bully that was unhappy, not me. Like there was nothing wrong with me. It's like, if you're no, saying it's always, they're that, always miserable. Yeah. If you're saying something mean to someone on the internet, something's wrong with you and you actually are a bully. So like, that's what mind fucks a lot of people. If like we ever had a conversation and I got to hold a mirror up to them and I'd be like, you actually have become a really nasty bully. Um, but the vacation thing, no, we're planning one. Um, I just went on vacation with Paige's parents to Italy and it was incredible. And we'll have those memories forever. And my parents are, you know, I was like, fuck, I'd love to take my parents to Europe. And they are taking me and Paige and Christopher and Anna, my little brother and his fiance to the islands um, coming up. And no, I know, or yes, I know a lot of people can't afford that or aren't fortunate enough to do that or get the time off or their parents aren't still alive. But guess what? If you can, then you should make the most out of it. So well, yeah, it doesn't have to be a, an extravagant European vacation. It's anything. 
Like, yeah, well, family, what, how did, I've never heard of someone saying you can age out of a That's what I vacation. said. I, I was like, I was like, awesome. What the hell are you talking about? And he goes, well, my sister was saying some of her friends and then he was getting DMs. Dude, You're dude. too old to be doing that. And then dude, some other people like DM must be nice to have mommy and daddy pay for everything. Yeah. Which, yeah, it, which is. it is. It I is. mean, it's, but I don't think you age out of your parents by like paying for vacations. Like if you go on a no. family vacation, it's usually how it works. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was just telling Paige's dad this, or her mom, I can't remember, but I was in Albany last week, and uh, we still do, I was actually, like, telling him just to gauge their reaction, but we still do Christmas like we were a little kid. So, like, the Christmas Eve, we do, you know, matching pajamas. Like, the colors are different, but everyone wears the same, like, pajamas that they get on Christmas Eve. And on Christmas morning, like Christopher lives down the road. So he comes down and they wake me up and I come down and we're in pajamas. And my dad sets the gifts up under the tree that are, he still wraps the Christmas. My mom does the shopping. My dad does the wrapping. And so it looks like Christmas morning for us looks exactly like it did when we were kids. He still sets the video camera up. Christopher and I open our presents together. He opens one, then I open one. After we open, we have breakfast and then my parents open. And so like we still, I mean, I'm 35 years old and I open Christmas presents under the tree because I don't know, maybe until you have kids, like you don't have to start a new tradition. You know, I think when we have kids, it'll be. And then you're splitting Christmases and stuff, which makes it a little tough. Yeah. But like, I don't ever want that stuff to change. I like, I'm a pretty nostalgic person. Oh, a hundred percent with you. Especially around the holidays, that kind of stuff always go big, and I and that's what all, like Austin and I were saying. I just think some people get jealous of other people's relationships with their families, or just they can't understand. Yeah. They grew up differently, and they don't get it. Yeah, but when did that turn to like me? You know, outwardly trying to ruin someone else's time when these and, things were invented. Yeah, phone. He's yeah, the phone. Um, the internet really did do that yeah. because you would never say. Like in high school, if your friends went on a family vacation, you'd be like, oh, fuck you, you loser. You went to Europe with your yeah. family. I mean, but, you know, every all our besties already know. Like, uh, we acknowledge that not everyone is fortunate enough to do it. But, geez, I'm not fortunate enough to go spend a week on a yacht. But I don't, like, go find people on a yacht and message them on Instagram and be like, yeah. hey, fuck you. <laughs> Maybe is that what I we mean, should start doing? Just nice asshole. Instead, guess what? My goal is to work my ass off so that sewing down south gets big enough that I get to name a boat after it. But like use that shit for motivation. Like harness it. Don't let it eat away at you. You know, it's all perspective. Yeah, I mean the only time that stuff bothers me is when it's some, you know, rich trust fund kid who's like fuck you, I, I can do whatever I want kind of stuff and just kind of, you know, more brags about it than, show, you know, just does it. That's well, right. Yeah, because those are douchebags. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, like if you're like, if you're just first generation money or second generation money and your parents, like you're just having fun with your family. Anyway, um, on bigger news, how about the, all this alien stuff? <laughs> and that was the last thing we talked about. He goes, so are you going to, Craig, going to talk about the UFOs? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's uh, take a quick commercial break before we dive into this because I know we're going to be banging on these alien conspiracies. All right, and we're back. And yeah, and I, I think it's yeah. bullshit. I think it's all a distraction. I think this guy was just sent in there to just say some shit that just distracts the public 
with just some bullshit Reddit nonsense. What from like the Hunter stuff or like just, just from everything. everything in general? Everything like in China, general. China yeah. and Russia running like naval well, exercises. The Niger, the- is it Niger or is it what? It, no, it's not Nigeria. It, some African country just like there was a coup and like the president that's like was friendly to like France and everything just got overthrown and they're now like pro Russia, but no one's talking about it. Yeah, I mean, no one talks about any global affairs in this country anymore because no one's brains can handle it. So they'd rather yeah, we can handle taking, aliens. They'd rather I be think... taken over and pe- like real like I I honestly think people would rather be taken over than have to talk about the takeover. Because like you know what, just come do it, but don't make me ever have to like, like face the truth. Well, I think the fa- my favorite like comment I read online was, oh. Like about the whole UFO thing, it was like, oh, the movies were right again. Aliens only care about the United States. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But no, I mean, the Russians have some crazy fucking footage of that shit. And like, you know, like I and, do think there's probably a global effort to like. Until I see a body, I don't believe it. I'm not going to believe it. Um, You know, I was going to say it just like they don't teach history anymore. I mean, it's the only way oh, to like. Don't even, don't even get me started on that front. Teach. It's the only way to trick people these days into being like, oh, that'll never happen. And you're like, it has happened. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, it has. Happening right now. And <laughs> so, God. what do you think? I mean, I definitely think there's aliens. I mean, or well, extraterrestrials, look, but I don't think this they're... guy, I mean, at one point he said the government is in actual possession of UFOs and non human bodies. At another point, he said that we legitimately or that we have technology that was being driven by a biological non-human that we've come up. Then at one point, he goes, I know where the fuck they are. He goes, I know where they are. So I here, here's my analysis. I don't think he's crazy. But yes, everyone can be bought, right? So like either you go your way, your theory that this guy is a hired plant, which, I mean, our agents are very good at what they do. They could sell, you know, when they could sell water to a rainstorm. That's that's not a saying. And it probably yeah, doesn't make sense. No, it's, say, it's selling ice to an Eskimo. Is the, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know if I can say that anymore, though. So I might, Jerry might make me take that out. No, but, you can. That is the saying. Yes. What are you going to say? A native person to Alaska? Well, I guess that's, an, actually, that's probably more politically correct, though. Unless an Eskimo messages us and says, please do not use that, then we will stop. If I want them else, on the podcast. If we have yeah, an actual person no. from up yeah, that, that would, far. If it's a person that's not an Eskimo who tells us not to, then we're not going to listen to you. Um, or, dude, like, it's real. I mean, shit. Like, uh, there's a lot of shows that were on for a long time, like blacklist and stuff that basically it's what's happening in the world. I mean, it's crazy. And so the alien stuff, did you watch the X-Files as a kid? No, but I watch a lot of Star Trek now. And this is the path that I would like to believe. I like to believe that and that, okay. So imagine having a fish aquarium in your living room as a kid. Those fish don't know anything outside of that house right or like you know even like fish in the ocean yeah like an ant farm or something like that yeah i get what you're saying yeah they don't know anything outside of that right and so i like to think that's how we are and like we think we can see the like edges of space but that's only as far as our technology will allow us 
I think there's a big brother in the space that like until you develop warp technology, they don't fuck with you, right? They, you have to get there on your own. And then as soon as you get warp technology, they come and you have first contact and they invite you into the, you know, the galaxies. I don't know. So you're hoping there's a federation out there of races. I just think that there's the only logical sense would be that we think we know it all. And there's people that are so much bigger and the technology is so much stronger that like we are being watched like an ant, you know, and like, that's that's the there's a whole theory around it and i'm butchering it um but you know there's something to be said about how we went from you know we've been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years and then in the span of 80 years we went from like a push cart or a horse-drawn carriage to spaceships and cell phones i mean the 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 quickness of our technological advances in the last century cannot be explained I think yes and no. I just I, we have some really because if you actually look at a lot of stuff, and this I guess could go into your theory though, like the Romans and then Da Vinci, they've all had drawings for these types of things. They just couldn't execute. They couldn't figure yeah, like them out. Breathing, they've had. They have. I mean, that's one of the biggest ones there is. Is those ancient drawings that have breathing apparatuses and spaceships and stuff like. Look, I'm just saying if there was something out there with with that had the technology to come back and forth and stuff, I don't think it'd be that hard for them to prevent us from knowing. And if they did, it's just like Men in Black, where they're like, hey, there's a whole government task force meant to keep people in the dark, except no one knows how to keep their mouth shut anymore. So I don't know, but remember that? what Which astronaut was it that was like there was a reason we didn't go back to the moon? And like he, they basically ruined his family. They like discredited him and his whole family. And he was a fucking astronaut. Like he walked on the moon and was like, uh, yeah, there's shit out there. And they were like, this guy's crazy. Only way to go back is to go back there and see what's actually up. And maybe that's why, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see now that they're privatizing space travel. As I think we were told, I think we were told not to come back until we were ready. No, I think they were like, don't fucking come back to the moon. Like something or someone. The moon people? The All Russians right. The Russians just said that anyone joining their new like economic you know, group can use their space station now. I wouldn't trust that, though. What, the Russian space <laughs> yeah, station? Yeah, that shit's all like 40 years like behind in technology. If you talk, I, I got a couple people that work in private, that type of stuff. And they're like, their technology is so sketchy that it's uh i wouldn't it while they're on their own you don't want to be on a rocket that they're controlling right i mean look and then there's also the theory which is probably the most probable is that we're only aware of technology like we're made aware of technology 20 years after it exists that's not a theory well no i'm saying the theory is is that the stuff that people are seeing is military technology that we won't know about for 20 years, oh, you know, yeah. like, so like all the propulsion stuff where it's like, Oh, we saw something go left, right, up, down. And we can't explain it. Like there, there's a good chance that that's our military technology now. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. Or hopefully ours. Yeah. Or someone else's, but you think they'd be using it since we're in 
it's an act of wartime. But I wish, I wish I could consolidate my thoughts better sometimes. But <laughs> the 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 ant farm theory, if you look it up, there's a it, it's explained so much better than what I just did. But no, I get I, what you're saying. And I it's think like we're being protected. Said. I think we're being protected by a, a nice alien force, and like there's probably a bad force that's trying to. That is like, you know, the Star Trek and all those like types of shows or the, the Orville. I have the Orville like more than Star Trek right now. Um, but it's, you know, they watch you over. And then, like you said, when they hit that tech, you, you hit that like gateway and then you're good. Once you can actually communicate instead of just sending radio waves out. But I don't know. It's. I w- that's the only reason why I, I wouldn't want to be president. I want to work for one of these other branches of government. That like knows all this shit. Yeah, I mean the book of secrets would be cool, but yeah, but I feel like that's only like uh you know a kindergarten's version of it. I mean, I've been told that you know the president, there's a good chance that they're only going to be in office for four years. That there's no way they're read into everything. It's like oh yeah, hundred percent. The heads of the all the agencies have been around for 20, 30 years, and they're like, there's just no way that they're going to read this guy, this politician into stuff that they've been running for 20 to 30 years. Yeah. It's need to know pretty much if something comes up, they'll tell them, but otherwise, yeah, I, that's why I was saying I'd rather work for one of these agencies for like a lifetime and have just a, the real back. Cause I, I talk to people who are in the, and I won't say who or what obviously, but that are in that, you know, intelligence field. And they're just like, you have no idea the stuff that goes on. Like, no, we're it, in so many proxy wars. It's insane. Yeah. You, we, we're fighting wars that no one's ever thought of that just has no, whether it's the cartels, the Russians, you name it, the Chinese, that lunatic that just ran over to North Korea. I still am yeah. mind boggled by what that sucks some second brain shit right there that you think a North Korean prison's better than a U.S. prison. Yeah. But I think, I think that's, yeah, he was probably scared to get in trouble here. So he's like, fuck it. Um, well, he was already in jail in South Korea, which obviously troubled. But to run to North Korea like that, just full bore sprint. But Yeah, you better have some information that they want or else you're fucked. And they'll probably just torture you to death anyway. Yeah, that's what they do. Um, I bet. I wonder if there's wars being fought in like Antarctica and stuff and like the poles. I think that would be cool. Um, wouldn't surprise me. If there's some shit going on, I'm surprised there's not a show like that out there yet. Um, I mean, they they've hit on it in plenty of movies and plenty of shows. That I mean, that I, it's it's all strategic stuff. But um, all right, Craig. Okay, so to close out this episode, I got a couple bestie questions for you um, and some DMs that we got. The first DM being, and the reason I'm asking this first because it's kind of time sensitive. They're coming in, a couple's coming in mid-August. They say, for a concert, they say, uh, to Charleston, I mean, they say price is not an option. What hotels would you recommend? They just want a nice experience in Charleston. Uh, Dewberry's my go-to. Um, it's got the best rooftop bar on top, but the rooms are really cool. Like, their bathrooms, like, in the bathroom, for some of the rules rooms, like, there's no walls, so, like, the showers, like, open and, like, the bathtub like it's very luxurious bathroom and bedroom uh, so that's where i send friends and you know that snoop dogg likes to stay there uh when he's All in right. town 
the Bennett is probably the priciest. Uh, the Bennett is fancy as fuck. Uh, they're right next to each other, but the Bennett's right on King Street. Uh, like a block from my store. Charleston Place is the classic. So Charleston Place has been around for forever. Um, there is an awesome indoor pool on the fourth floor. The service at Charleston Place is kind of be like old school white glove. I just, yeah. And my friend, my friend um, is the head of marketing there. Catherine, shout out to her. And Charleston Place is awesome. They have some of the best restaurants in the city there. And it's my favorite brunch, favorite room service. Uh, so those three places, um, old school with Charleston Place, new school, Dewberry. Uh, also, Charleston Place has a million shops in it. So it's kind of like a little mini rodeo drive inside. Um, and then there's a place called Wentworth Mansion, which is like where royalty stays. Um, each room is like its own like apartment suite. And it's an old like mansion from the 1800s and 1886 is a restaurant there. So those are my four. Um, check them out. Uh, okay. Next question. Okay. So this one is a bit, I will be a bit tricky. Got to take it with a grain of salt. Um, so oh, I was going to say, sorry, if I didn't white glove service at Charleston place and if price isn't an issue, if you stay on the club level, five, there's, uh, an open bar and snacks and stuff throughout the day. So if you pay like an extra hundred bucks, you get like club level access. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Craig and Austin, or just Craig this time. I have a bit of an issue with a friend right now. I don't know exactly how oh, to so handle it. do I. Oh. <laughs> I don't know exactly how to handle it. I come from, I don't have a lot of money right now. And I'm mid 20s. Hold on, shoot, just close it out mid twenties. And I have a friend that lives in a place that's expensive to fly to. They keep inviting me out there and pretty much are trying to guilt me to come. And I've tried to nicely say, I can't afford it right now, but they keep pestering me about it. And it makes me feel like shit that I can't say I can't afford to come. It just kind of frustrates me. How do I answer this nicely? Or do I just tell them to stop asking and I'll come when I come? Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, like I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and just say that your friend um, is naive enough and didn't get the hint. Um, but like you just say, like I would just be straight up with them, and they'll probably offer to buy you a flight. And then I would just be like, hey, like if you fly me out there, I'll come. But like, or like if I get enough miles, that's an easy way. Once I save up enough miles, I'll come out. Like that's an easy way to say that. Like you can't pay cash for your flight, so you're waiting for your miles to get high enough. Um, and then you'll fly, which should indicate to them that like the only thing keeping you from going is the plane ticket. So I'd just be like, Hey, I'm, I can't wait to visit. I would love to come, but I got to wait until I get enough miles, uh, for my plane ticket. It doesn't sound like you're embarrassed that you can't afford it. Um, I think it's truly just a, you just want to handle it the right way. And like, I mean, it, it happened to me once in the Bahamas and someone was like, Craig, I can't, I can't just go to the airport right now and buy a flight. Like I have to work. And I was like, well, what if I bought your flight? Would you come tomorrow? And they were like, yeah. And so a lot of times people are very willing to buy a flight in order to see you because they just, if to them, if, to people that have enough money, their value comes from spending it with people they love. Because a lot of times they don't have a lot of friends and they'll do anything to see you. Um, I, I think if you want to be a little coy about it, you do the miles trick and just be like, I'm waiting to save up miles for the flight. Um, or just, 
say that like you can make up like that you had to pay for something with your car or like your apartment and just be like somehow indicate that money's tight but be like i'd love to come visit but it's just tough to like you know air travel is like kind of expensive but i have a feeling if your friend you know is a little more liquid and has a little more um you know spendable cash they would just be like oh well, fuck, if that's the issue, I'll buy your flight tomorrow. Because for them, they probably think either you don't want to come or your schedule's too tight. And so, and you're probably using the scheduling thing as an excuse. But if you're like, I'd love to come, but saving the miles, they'll probably be like, fuck your miles. I'll buy your ticket. Can you come next week? Um, you know, and then, especially if it's a friend, you don't have to worry about owing them anything, you know? But, then once you get there, you know, if they want to like go out and buy bottles and stuff, that's a whole nother conversation. But the only way to stay friends is to just become a little more transparent with the finances. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And if not, then, you know, you don't have to visit them because you can make new friends. All right. That'll do. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Pillows and Beer. I am Craig Conover. Follow me on Instagram at Conover. Joined by Nick Norris. Follow him and his company on Instagram. What is it again? Uh, mine is Nicholas Palmer 13 and Hawkeye Outdoor Living. That's right. So say hi to Nick when you see him. Go to www.pillowsandbeer.com to look at all of our amazing merchandise. Um, can't wait to see you guys wearing it out. Follow Sewing Down South uh, Instagram. Pillows, the letter N, beer, Instagram. And listen to all of our old podcasts if you want. We've had some incredible guests. Have a great weekend. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.